0: another international break is over today we are going to have a look at my game week nine team selection so we'll be having a look at my potential transfers how i got on in game week eight how i'm thinking about my wild card which i played last week and finally my lineup what is up everyone welcome back to another video fpl harry here and today it is my game week 9 team selection the international break is over again we have four more game weeks before we have another international break but time to get back into the swing of fpl by having a look at my team selection for game week 9 apologies for the slight lack of uploads. i've been away in norway and then we had a bit of a trouble with our flight coming home but we are back and here is the video and then of course there'll be a deadline stream on saturday morning as well before we dive into it 1,000 likes on the video is always the aim subscribe if you are new around here the road to 100k subscribers for the end of the season is well and truly on so a very very quick recap of how i got on with my first game week after i played my wild card 65 points it gave me a green arrow from 1.5 million ish up to just inside the top 600 000. But it was all basically down to playing the captaincy armband on Mo Salah. There were a few other returns around with Madison getting an assist. We had Udogi with a clean sheet. We had Turner getting my first goalkeeper return of the season. Six points for him. We did have Gabriel's eight on the bench, but I was never going to play him against Manchester City. Pretty happy with how the team is looking, although this week was pretty reliant on Mo Salah. So after you play your wild card, most of us will always aim to roll your free transfer going into the game week after. So for me going into game week 10, I do plan on rolling my free transfer unless we get anything completely out of the blue in terms of press conference news, in terms of injuries to the players that I currently own in my lineup. However, of course, I am still future planning of what I want to do with my team going forward. And here are a few of those things. So I do have my eye on some of the Arsenal midfielders. Now, Bukayo Saka time recording is currently yellow flagged. There is an Arsenal press conference at 9am on Friday morning in about two hours from recording this. So if Saka is going to be back, it might be Saka. If Saka is not going to be back for a while, I don't think that's going to be the case. But if he's not, depending on the news, I think then I'll have to look elsewhere. Son down to Saka is probably the most easy move. I could do Madison up to Bukayo Saka in game week 10 for that Sheffield United fixture. But... I would rely on me doing another transfer to try and free up a little bit of that money. If I decide that I want to keep Son and Saka's not back, Martinelli looks like a fantastic option. He is back. He scored for Arsenal. Well, he scored and deflected off Ake in game week 8 for their win against Manchester City. I would have to do a little bit of money upgrade if I wanted to go and do Son up to Saka. The ways I could do that is probably downgrading Diaby. Now, selling Diaby before he plays Luton in game week 10 wouldn't be the best idea. But DRB has always been the player that I've been least sure of on my wild card. And the reason for this is I'm not massively sure on tripling up on teams at the moment. Hasn't massively worked for anyone so far this season, having a triple up on any team, whether it's Manchester City, whether it was Manchester United early on, whether it was Liverpool, whether it's Spurs now. There's no real high level consistency from any team. So, DRB downgrade, given that I already have Matty Cash and having Ollie Watkins up front, is a transfer that I could do to free up a little bit of money in my lineup. This would, of course, allow me the money to do Madison up to Saka or even Odegaard as well, who I do think is a great consistent option in our FPL teams at the moment. The other option I am looking at, again, because I don't want to have triple up on teams, so you can see that The players that I'm considering selling are the players that I have tripled up from. So we've got Aston Villa and Diaby. And then actually all three of my Spurs assets could go. The last one is the defender New Doggy. The fixtures from game week 10 onwards defensively are not actually that great. The reason I would keep him is because I have a lot of value tied up in him. And I particularly might want him back later on. Although I have said for a while I do think that Pedro Porro is probably a better asset than him. So I could when I reinvest go back to get Pedro Porro who is slightly more expensive. But, of course, Robertson sounds like he's going to be out for up to 10 weeks. That's the initial reports, of course. Klopp will have a press conference today on Friday to hopefully confirm or deny whether that's going to be true. But Simakas could be a great option. He's 4.4 million. They play Forest at home and Luton away in game week 10 and 11. And from game week 14 onwards as well, they have a really, really nice run until for about the 10 game weeks that we think Robertson might miss and might be out for. I don't think I would take the gamble going into game week 9. Just because there is a chance he does something a little bit strange. Plays potentially uh, Joe Gomez in that position and inverts Trent. That is possible. I do think Simakas will come in. But I do want to see one more game week of how it's going to line up. With Robertson being out before I go and make that decision. But Simakas at 4.4 is one of those players. If you're on wildcard this week. If you're a wildcard game week 10. He's pretty much a shoe into your lineups. The other big discussion point this week is captaincy. I own all of Erling Haaland, Son and Salah, the three big captaincy shouts going into the weekend. What you've got here are their fixtures, so Brighton for Haaland, Son plays against Fulham, and Salah plays against Everton, all of which are at home. The predicted points favours Haaland and Salah a lot more than they do favour Son, Plus, we have seen Son come off early, so the other two are likely to play 90 minutes, whereas Son is only likely to play 70 or so minutes, which is why his predictive points are lower than the other two. The other thing to take into account, and some of you might think this is completely ridiculous, and some of you might actually use this when you consider your decision-making, is the kickoff times that they have. So, of course, Salah has that 12.30 on Saturday kickoff, which is never ideal. However, he is at home, and it does naturally... Have an issue more with the away side than with the home team. Then we have Son, who is the eight o'clock kickoff on Monday. A Monday night captain is always great, but his predicted points are so much lower, and there is the issue of minutes. Then we have Erling Haaland, which is the usual three p.m. For me, it is between Erling Haaland and Mo Salah, and just that twelve thirty kickoff I think is enough to put me on Erling Haaland this week. So looking at my team for the weekend we're going to start off in goal turner goes in there with Ariola on the bench turner came in for these two we had palace where he kept a clean sheet and now he's got luton at home and then Ariola can take the reins in goal from game week 10 into defense Matty cash udogi dan burn all at home all with good enough fixtures cash at home to west ham's not ideal because i do have bowen in my team and i am starting him in my midfield but I just like Cash as a long-term option. Sometimes you have to play assets against each other, and we know what he can do going forward as well. Udogi on Monday night—he has the attacking threat, he has the clean sheets. Similar with Dan Burn playing on Saturday as well. I'm pretty happy with how my defense is looking this week, but there are changes I know I want to make going forward. In midfield, it doesn't change again, so this is my wildcard card midfield: Diaby, Son, Madison, Salah, and then the only away player in my whole lineup: Jared Bowen going away to Aston Villa. Then up front, it is Erling Haaland and it is Ollie Watkins. Erling Haaland is going to be getting the captaincy armband for me at home to Brighton. It is maybe the most difficult fixture out of all of the three, but I still back Erling Haaland as an asset and as an option at the moment. So he is getting it. Actually, at the moment, Son's getting the vice captain just because he's Monday night, but I fully expect Haaland to play the bench, Archer first sub. Then we've got Gabriel and then we've got Charlie Taylor on my bench. No plan on playing any of those given the difficult fixtures that they all have plan on rolling my transfer going into game week 10 to give me two moves to bring in some arsenal assets particularly an arsenal midfielder then potentially change up the defense a little bit as well maybe Simicast coming in as well going into game week 10 so roll the transfer after playing your wild card the week before 0.1 million in the bank hoping for another green arrow on wild card fingers crossed this is going to be the kickstarter that my season needs at the moment so Let me know any questions you have about my team, but most importantly about your team in the comment section down below. We will, of course, have a two-hour deadline stream on Saturday morning. So make sure you subscribe and turn on notifications so you get a reminder of when that does go live as well. If I don't see you then, good luck in game week nine. Like and subscribe before you go, and I'll be back again very soon.